Hey y'all, welcome to Spirit Tea Talks Podcast with your spiritual big sis, Sin from Divine Hoops. Join me to spill the hottest spiritual tea about co-creation, Santissima Muerte, readings, healing, and everything else you can think of. I'm here to inspire you and help you tap into your most authentic and divine self. So join me in this walk of life and know that you're not alone in this spiritual awakening. To be in the know or learn more, follow me on Instagram at Divine Hoops. I have also resurfaced my apothecary, which has now been officially moved to divinehoops.com. For more insight, longer episodes, and behind the scenes, make sure to join my Patreon. See y'all soon. Hello everyone, welcome back to Spirit Talks Podcast. Feliz Novena. We officially started Novena. Um, if you're listening to this, it's probably a day late. So hopefully you got on to it. There's still time. Um, I believe that even by the second date, go for it. Because it's just a date behind, right? Um, I know I get a lot of questions of like, is it okay if I start late or I completely missed out? By the third date, for me, I'm just like, no, dude, like, <laughs> let's try again next month because you really want to be doing it every single day without missing a day. If you, just, if you just so happen to miss a day in the middle of your novena, I mean, it just depends. I really don't, I don't feel comfortable with it. I just rather set a reminder on my phone if even if I know I'm going to be busy or if I know I'm just not going to be in the right headspace to be doing it then you know make those decisions wisely so I really wanted to come on here just to talk a little bit more about the novenas and um, working with Santa Muerte I don't have my mic right now so um, I literally just grabbed my phone and I was just like let me go ahead and do this episode so if all goes well we won't get interrupted like every other time that i use my phone <coughs> Ooh, okay excuse me all right so novenas as we all know if you guys have heard previous episodes novenas are nine day dedication days for santissima muerte in this nine, and within these nine days we manifest we ask for whatever it is that we need to ask her for every day um, there should be an offering that you give you should write down um, your petition of what it is that you're asking during this novena and then of course the prayers that come with it so there's different prayers for the novenas and um, for every single day i find these days to be extremely important to grow your relationship with her especially for those who are constantly wondering and asking how do i build a stronger relationship with her how do i know that she's present you know those are the main ones that get asked a lot and quite honestly doing the novenas is what's going to help you i know i had this uh, seven day seven color statue it was like a medium size probably i want to say maybe like 32 36 inches right so she was pretty big 
and I had gotten her on the first day of the novena of November of 2022. I'm lying, 2021. And um, her energy was just strong. And every single day of the novena, it just kept amplifying and amplifying. And I remember I was told by somebody that had seen her, he he said, I was just like, whoa, like she looks bigger. He's like, and I don't mean like tall wise, like just the energy feels bigger. And I was just like, yeah, like I thought the same thing. So I got really close to that statue and um, I did a lot of work with that statue because after that, her presence was just immaculate like it was just there i actually ended up gifting her to um my roommate from la shout outs to ariel because she's taking such a great care of her um the reason why i did that and i don't just be giving out my personal statues i don't be doing that like that that's a no-go for me I've only done that with my dearest, dearest best friend who gifted me my very first statue. She had told me that um, she took a trip, wink, wink, and Santissima Muerte actually showed up to her during her trip. And she had called me right after. She was just like, I just want you to know that like Santa Muerte like appeared to me and she appeared to be like, um this red transparent um color and it was so funny because the way that she was describing her was exactly the same way that she had appeared to me when um I was first pregnant and I dreamt about her for the very first time and <clears throat> shortly after that I had gotten um my big red statue and she hadn't seen her yet so it was so crazy that she was telling me this and just, you know, she was just an odd. She was just like, I, I fell so in love with her. So later on, I had gotten that statue. It was, I had actually had just ordered it. And when it arrived, I had invited her over and she came and saw my statue. And she was just like, she had chills all over her body. She was just like, this is exactly her, like her aura, like how she appeared to me. So <clears throat> me and her, me and my best friend have like built a connection because of that. And I ended up finding like a smaller statue, like a 12 inch uh, clear red. And I absolutely loved her. Like you cannot find that color, at least where I'm at. I couldn't find that color anywhere. And I was searching for about eight months to try to find a Santissima Muerte exactly like that because that's how I dreamt her. So, <clears throat> eventually I got the 12 inch and then I got my tall, tall 3 feet, 3, 4 feet one, right? So, I ended up gifting my best friend the red one because she has done just absolutely everything. And when I was going through um, my abusive situation and she helped me get out of it, like, she was there writing out for me, you know? <clears throat> I ended up gifting her that, um the day after my daughter's birthday so i said thank you and i thought it was beautiful because she gifted me my first statue then i ended up you know kind of 
returning that love to her like you know like i love you like here you go so this other seven color statue was the second time that i've done that and that statue in particular like when we had entered la because we drove from texas to la when we moved right um i literally felt one of my statues say like i want to go to the beach and i kind of looked to my right and i had like my tall red one right next to me and i had her the seven color one as well right next to me and the other ones were in the back with my baby girl <clears throat> and i was just like okay she wants to go to the beach so um a lot of shit happened while i was down there where it just uh, we obviously my daughter and i didn't aligned with that place so when i was planning on moving back um i prayed to santissima and you know she gave me the blessing she helped me to do my savings everything that i needed to get done within like two months and i remember that specific um i call her my baby because to me she's like my baby so that baby, <clears throat> Santissima, had told me, like, I want to stay here, though. And I was just like, no. Like, oh, no, no, no. Like, I got to take you with me. So I had told my roommate, like, I most likely am going to keep her here for you. I'm not sure. Like, you know. So she was just like, I'll take good care of her, blah, 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 blah. I'll take her to the beach, whatever. And I was just like, okay. So the day, the, the day before I moved... <clears throat> I was packing my stuff and I had packed her. She was in the vehicle with me because I was just like, no way in hell I'm going to leave her behind. Like, no way. So I test drove my, my Jeep to make sure that like everything was good. Nothing was, you know, bouncing around and, you know, just making sure that on the road, all of our things were going to be secured. And the only thing that was just moving back and forth was that statue. And I was just like, please don't do this. So I kept trying to like put pillows around her or like blankets around her so she wouldn't move as much. And then wherever I would place her, like I wouldn't be able to see from my like right side of the mirrors. Like my right side would have been totally blocked if like she was still there. And I was just like, oh my God. I was like, okay. So I ended up setting up <clears throat> a small little altar uh, set up, you know, to say my goodbyes. And that was like the hardest freaking goodbye ever. And, um, but yeah, she ended up staying in LA. So she an LA girl. <laughs> and um, my roommate had sent me a picture of, of when she took her to the beach. And she just looks immaculate. She looks so happy. So I know I made the right decision by letting her stay out there. So <clears throat> the importance of like the novena, like it really does help you grow a stronger relationship with your Santissima. And um, there's really not much to it besides putting your faith, writing down your petition or what you want to ask her and um you know doing offerings here and there like for me as of lately my offerings have been like when i cook like she gets a plate of food as well 
um but that's been a consistent thing like that should always be a thing of having food in her altar or whatever the case may be but as of lately that's been um something that it's been more consistent with me and my practice with her also because i started working with my ancestors and i you have to feed your ancestors as well so even if it's a, a plate of food of whatever you're eating as well like you know to provide to her um even it's a it's a candle something you know to show your gratitude i know for myself personally like when it comes during the weekends that we have novenas um I do them at nighttime. I do them at nighttime when my baby girl is asleep, when everything has just already been settled. Because if I do them in the morning, there's just no way for me to have some peace and quiet. Like I am on go mode, okay, with my daughter. So, like, we started novena on Saturday. So, Saturday and Sunday, I'm going to do my novenas at nighttime. And I have a reminder because for me personally, when it's nighttime and it's past like 8 p.m., I'm checked out. I'm checked out. I've done so much work at nighttime for like the past two, three years. I, I'm taking a little break. <laughs> if it's necessary for me to do certain work, because there is certain work that I do have to do at nighttime, then I will. Um, but a lot of my work has now been moved around and just kind of playing with the times and everything so so yeah so just be mindful of your schedule and be realistic with um with your everyday life and how to um make time for her because like i've mentioned before like this isn't a game like you do have to dedicate yourself very much so and i know everybody practices different but if i know that a devotee is doing their novenas i know that they have a really powerful relationship with her and i most likely am going to be more drawn to them to get any readings done or any work done because that's a lot of dedication and it shows um consistency in your practice as well and like i mentioned there's been times where like I myself was just like, I, I won't be able to do novenas this month, um, but I will like make it up to you. Like for me this year, I've done them every month except on April. April is when we moved. Um, we had moved back and uh, the first three days I was sick because I drove so much and I wasn't really eating properly. I didn't rest at all. I think like the majority of my time. I think I had slept uh, a maximum of like maybe five hours in those like three days. So I was just extremely out of it to the point that like I had to stay at my mom's for two days because she saw like how pale I was when I arrived. And like even my daughter had gotten car sick towards the last like 40 minutes of our car ride. So she was just like, just stay here. Like, and then I also had to unpack everything by myself and going up the stairs and so she knew like she knew 
Uh, my very first thing though was for me before I even like did anything in my apartment was to set up her altar because that's always the thing that you should do anywhere you go is to set her up first because that sets up your foundation and opens up your roads. So like for example, if you travel and such, taking a small statue with you of whatever, uh, of whatever size, and if you're going to a hotel, uh, ensuring that you set up a place for her to be in and have, you know, some little offerings for her as well, because that will ensure protection over your travels as well. So I would highly, highly suggest that. And also looking into doing a traveler altar. I had one and I left that as well behind with my roommate. Um, I thought it would be a great gift. I've had that, um, I had that little mobile altar for about three, three, four years. So I even jam-packed it with some herbs and oils and crystals and such for her. So I wanted to set her up right because she did so much for my daughter and I. I'm not about to just, you know, not show my gratitude. So, um, so yeah. I, um... I would highly suggest to look into a traveler altar and you're just like how the hell do i do a traveler altar i had found um a makeup box i forgot if it was like marshall's or raw's and i was uh, essentially using it for that and i had gotten that back in 2013 2012 2013 and um i stopped using it because i'm i'm better with um makeup bags for whatever reason i just like all my shit all in there. <laughs> so i had stopped using um the makeup box because you know it opens and it has like little layers and such and i don't know where i saw it i think it was on youtube i don't remember i don't remember when i first started like practicing and such and somebody had mentioned like oh unable to have like an altar in their home because of their parents beliefs and such and they had um they had a makeup box like that and they called it their traveler altar and i was just like that is a brilliant idea like sign me up so then i turned mine into into that and it helped me a lot um not that i traveled so much but um whenever i would be on the go i would have everything i would have a mini statue and everything too now working with santissima um there's just so many layers to it and that's why sometimes i'm just like i don't know what 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 or where to start so i will try to start like a series again on tiktok because i feel like on tiktok i get asked more questions and obviously there's more people willing to learn and I'm I will try my best of my abilities to put out great information about her and if there's something that I say that is misleading or wrong you can let me know but this is how I practice and this is what's been effect like officially effective in my life everybody practices very different and um I think esta nueva generación, like we've been saying, this is a new new era for Santa Muerte devotees, to which we don't practice exactly the the old way. You know, we put in our mix of practice in it as well, 
And I think a lot of the time people get really upset because they're just like, well, that's not how you're supposed to practice. But that's the whole point of practicing and being a devotee of Santissima because this isn't a, a yes or no way. We're breaking free from the religious trauma and the religious um, BS that we had encountered throughout many, 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 many generations. To sort of try to implement the right or wrong with the way that we may practice with Santissima, it just kind of sets us back. So this new generation of devotees, we have come into a conclusion of like, this is what works for me and this is how I do it as long as you do it in a respectful manner and as long as you are consistent and as long as you are aware of the consequences that you know it may bring if you do something right or wrong right Um, however I, I would say that of course I have seen certain things online um, on social media that are just like completely completely misleading and uh, fear-mongering people into practicing or getting to know Santissima Muerte and there is a great area of like right and wrong so I'm not gonna say that like everyone's way is the right way to practice but I will say there is just like anything else there's rules and there's things that should be avoided and they should be taken into consideration just like you know abandoning her not having her altar set up not having a cloth on her altar um just abusing her and expecting things to still go the right way etc etc um I forgot what it was last, no, not last year, a few months ago that was going on on TikTok. And I feel like something is always going on on TikTok when it comes to Santissima Muerte. That's why I'm just very careful on like posting certain things. And um, one of the fellow devotees had also told me like, I, I, that's why I say this is how I practice. This is how I do things. So you have to like implement how you, how you personally do it. Versus how, versus saying like, this is how you should, because it's a battlefield on social media about talking about Santissima, and I'm pretty sure about everything else, but we're in that side of TikTok, and we're in that, in this side of the spirituality of working with Santissima Muerte. There's nothing to fear unless, like I've mentioned before, you are not serious about your devotion and not making time for her. There's, it's one thing to be neglectful and then it's another thing to try your best in fitting her in because I, I understand that life happens and maybe you go even if it's for me even a day is too long um, even if you go a day without lighting her some incense or clearing her water or praying or doing something in her altar for me more than a day that i don't know it's just i understand things happen but that's why i've said like this isn't a game like this isn't something to just avoid um 
or just pick her up whenever you feel like it or whenever you need something like this isn't it like and I've I've mentioned I've seen somebody personally actually two people but the other one I didn't see her actual journey of her falling off I'm currently seeing somebody currently fall off and as much as they try to portray like their life is just grand and things are going in their favor or whatever the case may be um i i sense their fear i constantly sense their fear um not constantly because i'm not around them but like you know you see somebody you can see it in their eyes everything is in our eyes and just seeing their fallout and their battle with their mental health with their surroundings with their roads like it's it's crazy and no i don't feel sorry for this person because um for one i had told this person more than once to be mindful of how their relationship with santisima muerte was and more than once i had seen the way that they were uh, using Santissima for their personal gain and um, securing the bag, I guess you can say. Um, I'm currently noticing somebody else as well kind of going through the same thing. But this person, what I see this person doing is holding on to this image like um you know when you hold a a toddler's hand and sometimes you just hold their finger or you just hold their hand like with the tip of your fingertips that's how i see this person doing of just like and they had told me before because they were in the music industry and they were like i don't um i don't really want to promote santissima like that because i don't know how others may take it and um basically saying that they didn't want to lose a certain audience or anything of that sort and i had told her like if anything you will gain the right type of people around you like what santissima is gonna do is help you get rid of the real and the not so if like you're afraid of like people being afraid of her then that just should say more about your devotion to santissima and now i don't see them post anything of santissima muerte it's been months since the last time me and me and this person talked they stopped posting santissima muerte which is really fucking weird but i'm starting to see that person as well being a lot of back and forth and showing off their lifestyle differently on social media and i'm telling you social media is all fucking fake and illusions and a lot of the times people will portray themselves to be healers and masters of manifestations and spiritual advisors and such and they're not even consistent with their work so it speaks volume and especially if they were working with santissima like if you all of a sudden stop seeing them post santissima muerte and they're on a mother bullshit like it's just weird and at times i have noticed that there are certain people that 
that are devotees of Santa Muerte or even I, I don't know I don't know I would want to talk to somebody who because I've heard it before where they say like they believe in Santa Muerte but they wouldn't call themselves a devotee and um, I'm not sure where that where that gray line is for them or how they may perceive it for me when I hear somebody say that I hear somebody tell me that they are devoted to her but um, they're not they're not practitioners in that sense because a lot of the times there could be people that do other types other types of work again I, I wouldn't know exactly but some of these people like don't promote her as much but they do show her here and there so i know some people are private in their spiritual practice which um you probably read it a lot in books where they tell you to just keep her private keep her hidden because you just never know who's lurking and who might be trying to throw brujeria your way etc etc and i get that because that's how i was in the beginning and even now i do get that um that feeling of like i i want to keep my practice private as private as i can um so i understand then that there are some people that don't promote their altar don't put out there that they practice but they do show like maybe their deck of cards of santissima or they're doing some sort of spiritual healing or spiritual work and they're consistent with it that's different like that's way different if you are constantly showing out that you are doing some sort of work or you're available for work or whatever the case may be like if you know this person can do some work for you because you see them still kind of you know promoting the shit because not everybody is a spiritual advisor full-time you know so some people do rather keep that practice more private and that is completely understandable because i get it <laughs> i totally get it that's different keeping her private for just yourself versus neglecting her and abandoning her that's two different things and if you guys have a brain and common sense y'all will understand like what i'm talking about and i would hope that you could see it especially on social media a little bit um, but again everything is so fake on social media that you wouldn't be able to tell the difference so that's part of the journey with santissima right you can practice with her however you feel more comfortable um there is a right or wrong but you know we're doing things a little bit different it's just so hard to explain about the right or wrongs because i feel like once once you're in it and you start to understand your relationship with her and not do it for your personal gain it becomes more apparent of what you should be doing versus what you shouldn't be doing you know it, to me it's common sense uh and especially especially because a lot of people try to just go ahead and jump straight to spells without learning the basics like without knowing like 
well, how do you do protection on yourself? What, how do you do um, healing? How do you do, you know, prosperity work? And I think prosperity work should be one of the last things you should you should practice, but that's just me. Uh, protection should always be the first thing to do and how to cleanse yourself. So like learning the basics, what is salt for? What is cinnamon for? What is bay leaves for? Learning the herbs, uh, learning... It's like going back to kindergarten, but for spiritual work, you know? So going back to the basics is what's going to help you also grow a bigger foundation with Santissima or with any spiritual guides. Well, we did great for 30 minutes. I'm going to wrap it up either way. So... Again, just be mindful during this time of novenas if you do have any questions about what it is that you need to do exactly. And quite honestly, it's really as simple as it sounds. Um, I don't want to make it too complex or scare anybody to not do the novenas because they are very, very important. Um, the only thing that, again, I would really put out there is that don't start them if you know that you're going to be not dedicated these next nine days because that's what these first nine days are for is for pure dedication um again if you miss the first day like for example if you're listening to this today possibly which is the second um i would say it's okay it's okay however if you miss another day and then another day, don't think that you should just do all the prayers that you missed out on and uh, make it like a combo deal. Because I've seen others do that before and it just makes me so uncomfortable because I'm just like, you're going to learn that this novena is not going to do much for you. And even possibly this month is going to be like a rough month for doing it very scattered and undedicated so again i wouldn't suggest for you to all of a sudden do all the prayers because then what's the point you know you want to make sure that you're doing them exactly the first the second third fourth fifth sixth seventh eighth nine because that's her number number is nine you know um i know for myself i'm going to be out of town for two days out of this novena and i'm already putting in my brain of what am i going to be doing because i'm going to be on the road so i'm going to have to stop some like somewhere with water with a you know a park or something to put in some offerings so i i know that i'm already taking that time to try to figure out what i'm going to be doing exactly for those days so again just plan it out i even have my reminders on my phone because you know nobody's perfect so if that would help you to set reminders of doing your prayers then so be it then do it that way you know and um yeah again it's very straightforward straight to the point of what you should be doing for these next few days um and make sure to check out our instagram where i do put our prayers for these nine days as well 
and um i don't really have much of an announcement everything else that's going on this week i'll probably make sure to do another episode i am doing my specials this weekend the weekend's about to be wrapped up though but let me know i literally only have two spots available for readings this week because my week is going to be so hectic and like you guys heard i'm going to be on the road for two days so i it's not by choice my gosh um but yeah so keep that in mind grow your relationship with santissima if your altar is feeling some sort of way you're not seeing any progression move your altar i don't know who needs to hear this but somebody needs to hear it move your altar if you're not seeing bubbles in your water or if your offerings are not i don't know if you just kind of feel off like you're not really feeling her presence it's probably just because you may need to move her <laughs> move her from a different place in your room a different place in your house um, maybe even change the table maybe she's tired of the table change her cloth figure it out don't get freaked out maybe there's just certain things that she's just not vibing with anymore like you wouldn't want to be in the same uh comforter for for months without washing it or maybe you know you wanted a different color uh, color schemes for your room for your house it's the same thing with her you just kind of have to figure out what she may like what she may not like also don't be freaking out either if your offerings for example flowers die because i've noticed that when i get her roses i know i was supposed to wrap it up but I thought of something else too. I know when personally when I get her roses, red roses, my roses die within two to three days. I get her her carnations. The carnations last weeks. So I had stopped giving her roses and then I'd asked her, like, why why do my roses die? Like, do you not like them? And she's just like, No, that's not it. She the roses are what's like my big big protections like my protection and love my protection and self-love if i'm having like a bad mental health getting her roses she's going to help me observe all that negativity all of that too and you also have to be mindful are you putting the roses by um by the candles because you know they get they die faster if you put them by fire you know the heat um there's other aspects I mean, if like your offerings se están pudriendo, you know, they're getting brought in like fruits and such. I find that to be not such a great omen. And um, yeah, so just be mindful. There's some things that in the offerings, they take a hit for you. They help you out. Um, so don't freak out. I'll probably do another episode in regards to strictly offerings and maybe some of her colors as well but until next time i just wanted to make this really quick since i did miss out and i promised y'all a second episode this week so have a great weekend a happy fourth of july stay safe and i'll see you guys i'll talk to you guys later bye